This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap with me, Dipanjana Pal and Rajeshri Sen. We have, among other things, a camera looking at us <laughs> yes, today. Yes, which is a little distracting. Unsettling. We're talking about a film, Pink. Yeah. We are talking about an actress, Katrina Kaif. We're going to talk about a documentary called Bachelor Girls. A TV program with actress Ellen Page called Gaycation. So this is all very, very visual. But we'll be the audio part of it. So did you watch the Emmys? Which was, uh, it's always at 5.30am, which is this really upsetting. This 4.30am. That's because of the red carpet though, right? Yeah, so I believe strongly in uh, the religion of Tata Sky Plus. <laughs> so <laughs> I recorded it and therefore I skipped all the ads and all the boring people Very who good. were there as well. So I only saw John Travolta and Kelly Preston on the red carpet. But it was nice. It was the 68th. 68th Emmy yeah. and full of um, a lot of Donald Trump jokes. Yeah. At one point, Jimmy Kimmel actually put the blame of having Donald Trump as a serious American presidential candidate on Celebrity Apprentice creator Mark Burnett. I think this was a little bit unfair. This was just this unassuming poor man in his little bow tie. Yeah, and he's and being he told, just, you, you, sir, are the reason we have because Trump. Because no American wants to take responsibility for Trump. So they will just... But they're him. voting for him. Well, we hope not. So in the... I've forgotten one of the people who won the award said right at the end said uh, Obama out Hillary in like everyone was making political statements which yeah. I also liked yeah. Yeah. that they were just being out there I can't imagine in any Indian award show that someone who's won an award would say something like Modi out Rahul Gandhi in which would be sad also <laughs> if they said that because you'd worry about them but it's quite impressive how political like they are just very brave about what they say because there's also a very high probability he'll become indeed. Trump will become indeed in its own way though Emmy made history it had far greater diversity than I think any American yeah. awards show has had ever um, Game of Thrones got has now got 38 Emmys making it the most Emmy yeah. winning series ever after Fraser. You don't watch Game of Thrones. No, I miss too much. And also this dragon and all. It, so it, it was very diverse and which I found like straight off from right in the beginning. They started with uh, a whole bunch of jokes about blacks and whites. Jimmy Kimmel cracked Jimmy, them. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, who was the host, cracked them. And he had a really like one really good one, which he started with which is that he said, I want every, just to show how diverse we are, I want every black person in the audience to reach out and find a white partner. And everyone thought he's going to say that, you know, like the white person should say something nice to them. That's what he's going to say. So instead he said, and I want you to thank the white person for their bravery because that is what Hollywood pretty much is. It's like, Oh my God, we've d we've done so much for the blacks. It was very meta because he said that, you know, the only thing that we do 
uh, with diversities, congratulate ourselves the moment we've done a little yeah. bit of it and then proceeded to congratulate yeah, to, the Emmys yeah. for having so done it. The well other done. thing which I really liked was uh, that Aziz Ansari won for Best Masters Comedy of None. Yeah. Writer with Alan Yang, who's an Asian American. He said there are 17 million Italian Americans and there are 17 million Asian Americans. We have, and he named this character who I don't even know. And the Italian Americans have like 10 successful shows about them from Sopranos and all. So it, but the level of diversity and the people who also won, they had the first female transgender also. La- yeah. Laverne Cox was nominated. So yes, Rami Malek, a star of Mr. Robot, which is a very creepy hmm. good show. And yes, he's the first non-white yeah. uh, American actor. In 16 actor years. In some 16 years. Yeah. So it has to be said, he's a very white looking non-white person. I'm just saying, like, you don't look at Rami Malek straight off. We forgot to mention the most important person who was there. Priyanka Chopra gave an award with Tom Hiddleston. And And they flirted. And they, I don't know, she kept doing some swirl with her dress. But But if I had a skirt like that, I'd also swirl it. She was looking very nice, undoubtedly. What I was impressed by, but which she plays that up, is that she looked really brown. Her skin color would be about 30 shades fairer in Bollywood. The same person. No, so I wanted my mother uh, was watching it with me. And my mother is like, we are both very dark people, to, Coco. Put, it, to put it mildly. And my mother said, while watching it, she said, oh my, why is she looking so dark? So I said, no, that is her skin color. It's just that we are used to seeing her look 10 shades fairer because that's the way you see her in Bollywood and in shows and she does it herself. It's not like someone is forcing her and putting white paint on her. Honestly, if you haven't seen what Priyanka Chopra really looks like and you want to, you should watch the Emmys just to see and how gorgeous she looked. But she plays it up in the States because it's lovely to be all It's nice skin. and exotic yeah. over there. Here, much better to be as alabaster yeah. complexioned as possible. On to awards closer home. So much controversy because one Katrina Kaif, mm-hmm. uh, recently starring in the film Bar Bar Dekho. Which Where did you had, see? Yes, I did. And I was very impressed by her acting because she now has four expressions. Sad, angry... Happy. Oh, sorry. Three expressions. Three expressions. I was going, I was waiting for that fourth one. So you knew. I actually think it's two and a half. But anyway, um, so Katrina Kaif was recently given the Smita Patil Award for Achievement in Cinema. Yeah. And you have issues with this. I No, no, no. I have an issue with the fact, so she's got a lot of hate for like, oh, why does Katrina Kaif deserve it? And what is wrong with, like, Katrina Kaif. Like, you know, Katrina Kaif's got the hate for it. Now, the Smitha Patil Award is given by the Priyadarshini Academy. Right. The Priyadarshini Academy is an NGO which has which gives awards for various things. But one of the things that it does give awards for is acting. Not acting. It's the Smitha Patel. It's contribution to cinema. Let's be fair. But here's the thing. To everyone who's hating on Katrina Kaif for having got this award uh, for ostensibly not having more than two and a half expressions, in 1988, Deepika Chiklia, who essayed the role of Sita in Ramayan, won this award. And Pooja Bhatt has got it. Pooja Bhatt has got it in 1992. Uh, Uh, Urmila Matondkar has got it. She can act. She can act. So that's not a fair one. Um, But 
but Karishma Kapoor got it in 2002 after Kapoor she had it. retired, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So this is obviously not about being able to act. And if Smita Patel's own family don't feel that yeah. there's anything wrong no, so with this. So that's the thing. When I was writing uh, on this, I was checking out who is the committee, who is the jury, who is yeah. deciding this. Because now if it's a bunch of one would think that if it's a Smita Patel award, who was known for her acting. Smita Patel, after all, wasn't known for her uh, production skills, say, in making films. Not any other production. But <laughs> the point is, if they should be actors, right, on this jury. But the people on this jury are Shivaji Rao Patel, um, someone called Monica Berman, then Manya Patel, and uh, that Ramesh Torani of Tips. <gasps> he is there. Connoisseur. Yeah. So I thought that Ramesh Torani is the only one who is a film person. Film person. So at least they yeah. have. And I couldn't understand who the other three were till I realized that one is her father and the other is her sister. Monica Berman, I suppose, a family friend or something. Yeah, who knows? But if her own family is fine with because this isn't an insult to Katrina or to anyone else. No. This is an insult to Smita Patel's legacy that you are giving the award to some, not just Katrina, there have been others, people who are not known for any great acting contribution. There's a film that released last Friday called Pink. I'm bored, you coward. So stop talking and come and show me what you can do. Let's go. ऐसी I have been left with many questions. Why the hell is it called pink? That nobody knows, including the creators. Because pink, we are women. Anything to do with us is pink. I So the thing is that when I think pink, I think of Steven Tyler's terrible song. No, so that was playing in my head while we were talking. So one of the questions was, what on earth is pink? Why is it called pink? Yeah. Um, I'm also very curious to know, and, I, and this is genuine. I don't mean mm. this sarcastically. I'm very curious to know what exactly a creative producer does. Because Shujit Sarkar, in the last few films that he's made... He's creative. He's... No, he's made very, very good creative mm. choices. Piku, even... Oh, he's creatively producing. But what exactly does that mean when the film has been directed and written by someone else? No, he's done the story. No, he hasn't. The story is by Ritesh Shah. Poor thing. Then then I feel bad for Ritesh Shah and all because all credit has been going to Shujit Sharkar and... So oh, I thought that's sad for them. Pink is two films packed in one as far as I'm concerned. Mm. There's a pre-intermission film. Which is... Really taut and fabulous. Fabulous. And then there's the post-intermission courtroom drama, which I didn't find anywhere close to being as gripping as yeah, the first neither part. neither did I. It is, however, leaps and bounds better than what you see generally in Bollywood fair, which I think makes us as critics a little more generous towards it yeah. than perhaps we should be. But this was actually, for me, a really difficult film to review. 
and I'll tell you why because I don't think it's technically too off the mark like there are mm-hmm. certain loopholes and certain bits of artifice and cliche that come up in the second mm-hmm. half but they're not insurmountable problems yeah. but as a feminist it was so problematic to watch this because especially in the post intermission pre intermission i didn't have problems with it when the men save us the mansplaining my god would they stop already no so that is my problem with the courtroom drama part of it is that amitabh had his moments in it but one it's very like i he's going to lose any court case any lawyer who argues like that will lose a court case if you meander as much as he does and there's this thing of the rule book number 1 in the rule book for safety for women do it get to the point argue your case you have a good case his entire interrogation of that woman police officer that was, was one of- brilliant but the rest of it he kept going also there's one logical thing with one of the many logical flaws i felt in that film which this isn't a spoiler but is when the girls he basically stands outside their house in his house and he stares into their house for whatever months he looks at one of them tapsi pannu when she's jogging he just sits on a bench and he stares at her this is a dirty old man in any part of the world now when you are in a really tight fix and you need legal help why would you hire a person who one you do not know his legal acumen then when you check what his legal acumen is you are reading that he has not uh, fought a case since 2006 and he has a mental problem they don't which is supposedly bipolar we find out one is that two we are shown that tapsi pannu's uh boss is a woman who is obviously very well connected because when she complains that she's not being able to file an FIR in one call that woman gets her a meeting with the DCP why would you not call up this boss and ask her to get you a good lawyer the answer is very very simple just as it is the same answer to be given to the question of why the incident of uh, Meenal played by Tapsi Pannu mm. in the car is ignored for the better part yeah. of the courtroom the answer is very simple because how else will amitabh bachchan be the star so that's so i my main problem with this is that during the promos of the film which is a film about women's empowerment and whatever women's safety etc etc and the penultimate scene of the film is not the women it is amitabh bachchan exactly. he is the hero and i have a massive problem with this that you did not of course he is the big name and he is the one who people have gone to see if they had someone unknown or ironically like even, even if ironically the, i think that given the word of mouth that has happened is not at all to do with amitabh bachchan i think it is about the story that is what has get got talked about but here's two things one is that you know what you were talking about earlier about uh, amitabh bachchan being the creepy old man yeah for the first part of the film he is literally that he's standing at his balcony and looking into these women's homes who live alone they who have live these alone. three just imagine if you did it as a woman also if i stood on the balcony every day and looked across into the flat of a bunch of women who stay alone who are talking whose lingerie is hanging in the balcony 
balcony here's the thing it's different when you're a man no, it would I'm be creepy would as a woman as well but it is different when you're a man yeah more to the but leaving aside that the point is that here's a guy who's been standing there watching these women for no reason whatsoever yeah. there is no logical motivation for him to be staring into their households other than to be oh, a voyeur and then when they are uh, now where's the park. we're supposed to forget this we're supposed to only remember that he is their savior yeah. because he takes the case however no matter how persuasively you argue this case in court on their behalf does not change the fact that you were a creepy old man before also while we're talking about realism and the case mm. you do not have a defense counsel who doesn't sit down with his clients and figure out what he's doing yeah he you doesn't do discuss a strategy with them suddenly turn around and bark out are you a virgin i mean come no no on. there was a lot of stuff so it's a very good film it's i think everyone should watch it but when people have praised and this is something i've seen across interviews also of amitabh bachchan you but it's a indian thing that we do not criticize our actors so when you're interviewing unlike in the states or even in england or anywhere else where you would say do you feel you could have done this part of the role differently do you feel it was a little overacted over here he's been complimented for his overacting and for how logical this film is it's not he's also been complimented for being liberal and progressive both of which are absurd things to prize him for because a he did not write the script yeah. b what he has put his name to namely that open letter which was shujit sharkar's idea according to mr bachchan for people who don't know he wrote uh, uh, amitabh bachchan wrote an open letter to which his we which we discussed and to his granddaughters which he didn't mail to them he just put it in times of india so that they could and he it. did a video recording because what more yeah. personal way is there than through yeah. youtube uh, you should see samina's article on mm. this uh, she wrote a really lovely We article for us the article yeah. is below um and i have to say what annoyed me the most about pink was that poem right at the end hmm. because it is a lovely poem i just wish that all these men who are claiming to be feminists and support women had just for one second considered the option of having a woman say that poem recite it even yeah. if it was for no, publicity no, pur- purposes rather than telling all the indian women from an old indian man that please go out and find yourself i just find that unnecessary yeah. so while pink is about living alone in delhi Shikha Makan documentary filmmaker has made a documentary on living alone or trying to rent rather in yeah. Bombay as a single woman. How did you like it? I'm disclosure. Okay, yeah, disclosure. I'm in it uh providing vishesh tippani. <laughs> yeah. So it's the film is called Bachelor Girls. Uh while the Panjana is a girl, she was she, she is was not, not single at that point of time. She was not a bachelor. <laughs> that point, but she's giving her tips so it's a documentary it speaks to people who have rented places who have been refused houses uh people who have managed to get a house and how they managed to get it it interviews one a girl who's a couple part of a couple who is living with her boyfriend she's not married to her boyfriend but they lied i think they had to finally she had to yeah, say yeah they had to pretend they were yeah. married so it's uh, nicely done now i uh, I'm a bachelor girl and I have lived in Bombay 
in rented accommodation and I have for two years and I have lived in Delhi for 14, 13 years in rented accommodation. I frankly have not faced a problem problem. You do meet landlords where your broker tells you that the landlord doesn't want a single woman. But if you want to meet them and I've been so charming that I have got the flat, I must say. So it also depends on their mood. It depends on your convincing power. I now I just want to see where I felt that there was a loophole which if you're doing a film on tenancy in either Bengal or in Maharashtra, both have very absurd tenancy acts which are on the side of the tenant. Okay, so if you a tenant gets into your house in Bombay or Maharashtra, I'm assuming, but I'm talking about Bombay specifically. It is very difficult to get them out. I know people personally in Bombay who are staying in houses they do not own. They have just been staying there for the last 20 years and you can't get them out. So I do think that was a that was part of a problem with the documentary because while uh, Shikha did speak to uh, cooperative society yeah, members, she spoke to landlords in general, mm. she spoke to brokers. So she does have everyone's and points pro of and view. Con. Like people who say that it's not a big deal to take a woman and people who say this is why we... Yeah. And come up with absurd logic. Like their families are not here. So you know they behave very oddly or something you know it just makes me those are the questions when these when i hear those answers i always wonder what is this person going to do if they're ever yeah, alone like, like this is obvious like wild absolutely. it has to be an reflection of you yeah. right i mean why else would you be doing this but anyway so uh she did get all of these perspectives but i do think that she needed to provide some sort of an overview so yeah. that it would i think some some background on the tenancy acts also i'll tell you something i have okay so what I was saying another thing I've seen when I'm renting a place is people ask you what you're doing so when you say you're a freelancer it's immediately they will pretty much everyone will say no for the simple reason that and this is a very logical thing because I have also rented like I've Out had a tenant place. yeah I've had a tenant and if you tell me that you do not have a stable job as a single woman land lady yeah I am immediately, I will say no, but this is something which in Delhi, there's a big problem. And I don't know in Bombay, I have not faced this problem in Bombay, that in Delhi, if you say you're a journalist or a lawyer, they don't want to give you their house because they think you'll write about it. So journalist is not a bad thing in uh, Bombay, but then what you earn as a journalist is so pitiful yeah, that, that you, you don't really get to pay rent yeah. in Bombay on Lawyer, your own. I think everyone's a little like, oh, yeah. what if they yeah, stop? Yeah. And I believe they're planning to have a screening in Delhi sometime soon. And uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated yeah. if that happens. So Ellen Page came to India. Yes, I know. When did she come to India? She came to India around four months back. So Gaycation is uh, a show by Vice, Viceland to be precise. Yeah. Um, it's hosted by Ellen Page, the actress, and Ian Daniel, who's a New Yorker filmmaker and her writer, best friend and her best friend, Though who's really, also gay. Yes, they are both gay. Yeah, uh, Ellen Page has been in the closet for a very long time, and she came out quite recently. But since she's come out, she's been on a rather activist yeah. spree, and so Gaycation basically goes to different countries around the world. Uh, mostly to places that have something of either a very flamboyant mm. culture or a very repressive yeah. flamboyant culture and uh, looks at how LGBT culture thrives or survives there. So they came to Bombay. 
hmm. and India in general because they go to Haridwar, they go to different parts of yeah, the country. Speaking to a, I was I have to say I think it was a quite a wide range of people. Yeah, so that they I was spoke very to. impressed by the uh, so the access they might have caught because as you see it's an American crew which has come so people open doors also, where they would not yes but also vice has been coming for a while yeah. now so they've yeah. been doing the groundwork it's it's impressive how much groundwork yeah, they so covered what was nice was that what was more than nice was impressive was that they had people from upper class bombay who go to say a radio club and who it's a very like their lives are not as cloistered as people who are absolutely in the closet there was a couple that they interviewed who are in a safe house so we didn't know where exactly the location is and the one of the girls her face was covered because her parents don't know that where she is and she doesn't want them and she's run away with this other girl who's a transgender actually and they've decided to stay together and uh, they they said that we are going to find a job and this the NGO helping them is going to help them find a job there was another couple which is a guy who was a transgender and uh, and his uh, wife and they work in Delhi I think it was actually and they work in some company they named the company also which I was very impressed that companies, the companies are being are fine so with it. And they, he said that I'm working in this company, but I actually want to be a Bollywood dancer. And they were totally out. So their faces were visible. Then they, of course... Uh, there are yeah. some usual suspects, Harish. like Harish Ayad. Though I have to say, I mean, I know that everyone has spoken about her and that, you know, she's by far not the most underexposed person. Who? Harish Ayad's mother yeah. is a reminder of the kind of support that anybody who's sort of going against the social grain needs. Yeah. You know, she's she's just the kind of parent you want. And having been at a number of these protest marches, I'm always I'm always so happy when I see the parents show up, you know? Because when you have the support, if yeah. you have that basic support, it's so much easier to go against yeah, convention. Yeah, so that's, which is the uh, nice part that they get this whole gamut of people, some of whom have had to escape from their families pretty much because they've been locked up and beaten and the so on. The boy that was given shock therapy. That one only, yeah. the one who was the one who's married and is now out. He And they said it so calmly. They said, oh, you know, and uh, for two months he was locked up. He was sent to a hospital. And, you know, they gave, like, they gave me some shock therapy. So I liked how calmly they've, like... It's just, amazing how we accept horrible yeah. things, right? As normal. But the best part of it oh. is the visit to my favorite man, my main man, Baba Ramdev's ashram, to go and meet him. Because, you see, Baba Ramdev, as she says, can cure homosexuality. Not Ellen Page alone, even Baba Ramdev says it. And so they have these months of negotiation the vice producers must have done. Then they are told, come to Haridwar. Then he doesn't meet them. They go to his ashram. But they meet two of his... Uh, people and who associates so you must watch this episode I to see this, how they uh, cure this episode is worth watching just for the baba ramdev bits yeah. quite honestly i mean uh, the rest of it is very good and i i hope we get to see it but this here this but baba ramdev bit is the baba ramdev bit is fantastic because they have these gadgets which do like these circly things to tell whether and your chakra you is your, right your chakra is not right it's i'm negative. so curious to know what your and my chakras would be. 
they, like. it would blow their minds but baba ramdev himself says that see i don't think that this is a physical problem because i think he realizes that oh my god this is going to be on american tv it's white people he's yeah, talking to white people. people so he's very sweet to ellen page and ian and he says i don't think it's a physical problem it's a emotional problem na if you're gay so i can give you a solution so he doesn't say what the solution is i don't know maybe it's castration or you just have to have a lot of patanjali products or something and it cures you of gayness okay so uh so yes benefits of asking a very simple question you get a ton of responses and this is just the first few that came in because um yeah those are the names that i'm going with today shayuni dasgupta mm-hmm. divya dhanish akshay aniket kumar vijay mishra um but anyway so yes all of these people got it right these and other people got it right the answer was deepa malik won the shot put in the f53 category yay we're very proud yay. of her okay so today uh since we have spent so much time talking about ellen page are I you just at winking at kartik I want this a job satisfaction. Kartik Nijawar incidentally is our producer <laughs> and I hope that he stays our producer despite this, this kind of harassment. Of this is job retention therapy. No, uh, practice. Sorry, therapy. not therapy. <laughs> this broadcast is also recorded by Anil at whom Rajeshree is not winking no, at the moment. But I don't want to scare. Um all right. So today's question since we have been talking so much about uh, Baba Ramdev and Ellen Page, I have a simple question about Ellen Page. What? Is Ellen Page an American actress? <gasps> This is a trick question people. Evidently. All right. So send in your um answers to contact at newslaundry.com and remember when the public pays, the public is served and when corporations pay, corporations are served exactly which is why you must <laughs> subscribe to news laundry thank you uh subscribe if you don't subscribe to us subscribe to another independent news media but come on show us some love because we've been doing the talking i have a addition yes that there's 9 days no 10 days or so to the chetan bhagat podcast this is true Yes, 9 days to Chetan Bhagat coming on this show uh and about 9 minutes no 9 seconds to us signing off. Uh thank you again Miss Sen. Thank you Miss Pal. It's a wrap. Catch all new episodes of the awful and awesome entertainment wrap on newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. 